Hey guys, it's your girl Koshana Collins and you are listening to another episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. If you are listening to this podcast, that means that you are an entrepreneur, you think like an entrepreneur, and we are claiming to be successful entrepreneurs. Let's go right ahead and hop into this week's episode because we have so much money and many connections to make. What's up, guys? It's Kwashana Collins back with another episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. I am so excited about this week's episode. Um, I was going to take it a different route, but right at the last minute, I decided to reroute the episode because I feel like this one is very essential um, just to any entrepreneur, anyone who wants to become an entrepreneur. Uh, I don't want this step to be skipped or, you know, like thinking that the process can be skipped and you don't have to work for things or that somebody's going to drop something in your lap. And I'm just here today to tell you that that's comical. Okay. That is very hilarious. It's funny. Um, don't play yourself as an entrepreneur thinking that you too don't have to put in the work to receive the rewards. So that is what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I was going to get into the episode talking about, you know, how to form your LLC, get your EIN, do your resales license and things of that nature. But next week, we will tackle that head on. For this week, let's just focus on doing the work. So let's chop it up. All right. So this is my podcast. So, you know, it's about me. Um, and I'm going to just let you guys in on a, on a little secret. I work and I work hard, okay? That's one thing that no one can take away from me is my work ethic if they tried, okay? I'm gonna go get the bag, okay? I don't need a man, all right? Never needed a sponsor. Um, Only ever relied on my mom periodically. And I think I get my work ethic from her. Honestly, it's the truth. She taught me how to work hard and I just believe in hard work, discipline, you know, and getting stuff done. So let's hop right into the journey of my work ethic, because a lot of people just don't know, like they on the outside looking in. A lot of you guys that listen in, you know of me, you don't really know me, but this podcast is an episode. It's like an opportunity for you guys to get to know me better. So that is what I want to give to you guys today. And I just want to let you guys know, I've been working ever since I was able to work a job. My first job was like McDonald's. I worked in Albemarle, North Carolina, um, which is the city next to mine's, the town next to my town. Um, long story short, worked that job while I was still in high school. Ended up quitting because I didn't work the last semester of my uh, senior year of college. So I was just like finishing up school, you know, things of that nature. But... When I got to college, I started babysitting um, as a freshman, you know, just to be making part time money. And it, I think it was like my sophomore year where I was like, oh, forget this. Like, I can't just be in school and not like work. So I started working my sophomore year at Burlington Coat Factory. I remember I uh, worked there for a little while now. And um, after Burlington Coat Factory, I kind of turned it up a notch my junior year where I had two jobs. And I was also a full-time student. So 
I was working in a mall at like a retail store called Q Fashion. It's actually a store that's, you know, based out of California, but they had, you know, opened a store in Greensboro Mall in North Carolina. So it was cool. It was like my first retail experience where I get to be around clothes, get to have fun. I love that job. I stayed on that job for a majority of the time I was in college and I simultaneously worked another job at a sports bar and where I was a waitress. Um, So... That was like the hustle. I mean, I was always working and get my schoolwork done on, you know, as well. So I'm just thankful that that taught me, okay, like I can diversify my streams of income and not only diversify them, but I can juggle them. I can juggle multiple responsibilities and tasks and things of that nature. And I don't have to be on every scene. I don't have to go to the club. Even in college, I knew I didn't have to be in the club. I didn't have to be on every scene, buying everything, being a consumer, you know, but like I've I've always kind of been responsible and handled my finances responsibly. Um, and it's, you know, it goes hand in hand with a work ethic. You can't have a work ethic and you bringing in all this cash flow, but you blowing it. Okay. I have had seasons where I have blown money. Yes. 2017 to be exact. I blew a lot of money, but in my college days, I was, I was a little more chill. I was a little more chill, responsible, paying my bills, holding it down, um, I think my car was paid off, so I didn't really have a car payment. Um, But yeah, you know, just doing a little bit of what I want, living my life in college, working two jobs. So I'm going to be honest with (laughs) y'all. The year that I graduated, 2015, um, you know, I knew I wanted to launch Overdress. So I was like, okay, let me get a job, obviously get a job out of college. My best friend ended up getting me hired at this childcare center where it's a day school. And, you know, I was a a lead teacher there. I was an assistant teacher turned lead teacher. And so I was the lead teacher over a one-year-old toddler room. And next thing you know, I, you know, I was like, I want more. I knew I wanted more and I knew I wanted to launch my business. I had just got a brand new car. So you're talking about somebody paying, you know, taking one paycheck, paying rent, taking the other paycheck, paying a car payment. Like that was my life. And so I was like, this ain't going to get it. Um, So in 2016, knowing I was trying to launch a brand, I went ahead and I got two full time jobs. Now, a lot of people might not believe that, but I'm telling you, your girl worked two full time jobs. I was up 24 hours plus some days and I did it from March to December, the whole year of 2016. And that is what I mean where I say like your work ethic has to be unmatched. Okay. Like the distractions have to be put aside at some point in your life and your work ethic has to be turned up a notch. Period. Um, I know now, you know, as a believer, we don't really believe in overextending ourselves and not allowing God to be God, but trying to make things happen in our own strength and things of that nature. Um, but back then I wasn't really as saved. I wasn't really as, uh, I used to go to church, but I didn't like, you know, I wasn't a part of the community and I also didn't know God, know God, like I know him now. So sorry guys, I had to take a sip of water. So I can truly say like that conviction wasn't there. It was just like, get up and go get this money. (laughs) And I did it. And I did it. Oh gosh, I was running off of caffeine. Most of the time, what would happen is my second job ended up being at Walmart. 
and I was an overnight associate. So of course I'm I'm just stocking, restocking, replenishing the store. It was cool. I met a lot of cool people and I got advanced very quickly. And that's because I work hard. Okay. When I go on the job, I don't go on the job to play. I go to work, do my job and go home. I've never had a job where I didn't get promoted. Let me rewind that back. I've never had a job where I didn't get promoted. And that is because I go to work and I do what I'm supposed to do. And my work ethic is unmatched. And people see that. They can see. You know, they see what you're about. So I got promoted very quickly, which, you know, I think my pay went up about like three, four dollars. And from there, I still was working two full time jobs. I was stacking so much money. That boom, lunch the brand now, obviously. OK, the brand is going to be lunched. So did that turned around. Next thing you know, I also, um, you know, was able to save like crazy money, the most money I've ever saved as an individual. Um you know, during that year of 2016, because I was just stacking money. Um, I think something, something had happened that year that kind of put me in a very like, not depressed, but a very low place to where I was like, you know what, I'm off the scene for a minute. You know, I wasn't depressed, but I was at that point where I was fed up and I was off the scene. I was like, I don't, you don't need to see me. I don't need to see you. Nobody need to see me. And that's what happened. Nobody really saw me. They didn't know what I was doing underground either and working two full-time jobs and just stacking my money laying low. Uh, I remember that year I had probably went out like once for my mom's birthday. You know, I took her and her friends all out and it was cool. Went out to eat and we went to the Epic Center and it was like adult time. But that was it. Back, back to Back to work. So I did that, like I said, from March to December of 2016. And then, you know, Christmas came around. I actually think Thanksgiving, I started getting a little weary because I was like, man, I don't want to work on the holidays. So I did it. I called out Thanksgiving Day and then I quit right before Christmas because I was like, nah, I'm going to enjoy my my holiday with my family. It's going to be lit. I just want to enjoy, you know, this Christmas. And it was 2016 and I knew, okay, boom, I'm about to move to Charlotte anyways next month. I knew I was moving to Charlotte January 2017, so that was already in the plan. So, next thing you know, I um, quit those jobs. Uh, I resigned from the other one. I didn't just quit, but I resigned and quit my two weeks. And next thing you know, I moved to Charlotte. When I got to Charlotte, mm, what happened when I get to Charlotte? Let's take a quick break. If anyone is in need of a e-commerce platform website, if you guys want to start your boutique or if you guys want to sell hair or if you guys are wanting to sell weight loss products, anything that you want to sell and you need a website for it, please contact me or go to www.overdressofficial.com and our service tab will be happy to service you. If you want to build a website on your own, I have a two-hour webinar that is only $97 that is available for you guys to go on and build. It'll show you step-by-step how to build your own website. So check it out. Don't sleep on just learning new tools and investing in your brand. Just taking a quick break to let you guys know that Overdressed Official is still open. We are still shipping. So if you have a moment, go and check out www.overdressedofficial.com. 
like the podcast while you're here listening to us, rate it, subscribe, and also drop in our DMs. Let us just know topics that you want me to speak on. And that's about it. Let's get back to the show. So, boom, I get to Charlotte. I start working at another child care center. My best friend, once again, got me a job. I ain't gonna lie. She didn't got me like three jobs. That's what friends do. My best friend always got me a job wherever she worked. It was like perfect. So, worked at a child care center in South South of Charlotte. It was it was okay. I didn't really like the place. So, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't really give them all my effort because I didn't like the center. Yeah, I had no respect for the owner like that. Like I didn't like the whole system at all. So I used to call out all the time. And I, that was 2017. And like I said, I was just traveling galore. So, I mean, it would be plenty of Fridays. I would just call out. I'd be out of town because we would be off, you know, Saturday, Sunday. So I would just take Fridays off. We would get paid every Friday. Um, that was the best part about working there. But I only had one job when I went to Charlotte. Um, I actually stepped out of the box at one time and I tried to get a job at Hooters, but I didn't like it. Um, uh, it only lasted like a week or two. Um, uh, ended up quitting cause I was like, mm, nah, they ain't making as much money as you think they make it. And you know me, I'm in it for the cash. So, uh, like I said, quit that job within two weeks. Um, 2017, I remember I went to, my year started out, I traveled to Atlanta, I went to Maryland, I went to Miami in April of that year. I remember I went to Ohio, uh, I went to Jamaica and Los Angeles that year. So I was doing a lot. I was literally like bouncing around DC. I was everywhere that year. And don't get me wrong, it was one of the best years of my life, but my work ethic was down and my spending was up. So that's when I blew the bag. Okay, 2017, I blew the bag, but I brought it back in. Sis, sis reeled it back in. By the end of 2017, I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna move to LA. Let me up and move to LA. Um, I had the money to do so. I sold all my furniture for my apartment and stuff like that. Um, but I did underestimate the cost of living in LA. So when I got to LA, it was like, dang, oh no, this is a little steep. Like I had to bust out, like I had to come out here running. I mean, like for real, I literally had maybe what I started out working at Starbucks was my very first job. But aside Starbucks, I started doing Postmates and I worked at a YMCA. So it was like, okay, boom, I had ended up getting those two jobs and I picked up Postmates. So I was working like three things simultaneously and there was still free time because I only was at the YMCA in the afternoons on like maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I was like Tuesday, Thursday and the weekend, I can be doing something. So I literally picked up another job at Zara. I kid you not, I had four jobs simultaneously. Okay. So I would be at Starbucks in the morning. I would get off and either go to Zara, get off and either go to um the Y. Or I would just do Postmates in between whatever time I had. And that is how I survived. Like, say what you want to say. But how else was I supposed to survive out here? And not only that, but I met this lady and I started doing like um, errands and like personal assistant work for her. So that was cool. Out of Beverly Hills, you know, she would write me pretty good checks. So 
um, I was thankful for that. But those are five things that I did simultaneously when I came to L.A. because I had to make it, you know, it was kind of like, OK, I underestimated the cost of living here, but I got this. Let me do what I got to do. So what I feel like happened is I put my life on hold for the past for the first two years just living here because it was like, OK, you, you're not here to have fun. You're not here to be um, shopping doing all this touristy stuff you're not here to act like you got it if you don't like you're just here to get to it okay and that that has got to be your mindset okay like distractions are meant to do exactly you know what they're sent to do and don't 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 allow it don't allow it don't allow yourself to succumb to um settling just settling, forgetting about your goals, you know, putting them on a shelf. I promise you, we only write down goals so we can obtain them. Even though rest is essential, I'm telling you, your work has to match your prayers. Like your work ethic has to be just as hype and on point as those prayers are. You know, God is doing his, he's doing far more than what you're doing, but you should be doing everything in your power as well. And I just truly believe that. So that is what's going to separate some of us from those who just, okay, you know, this will happen. Or, okay, wait on it, you know? So it's like after two years where I finally feel like, okay, I can just enjoy myself. Like finally to the point where I'm like, okay, I can enjoy myself. Like, I don't have to work as hard. I can work smarter, not harder. And even though I could have been doing that then as well, I also didn't have my business wasn't like rebranded. Uh, it just wasn't to the point where I felt like I could be investing money in a brand and I didn't have any direction. I didn't have any mentorship. I didn't have any like true understanding of what I wanted, the audience. I wanted to target everything. No designs, nothing. So it's a process. It's a process. And I was thinking that the other day, like nobody can skip the process of doing the work, of planning it out, of investing in yourself, getting people who are, can mentor you, who are smarter than you, who can give you the tools that you need to succeed. You need all that. Give me all of that. We need all of that. So, like I said, my work ethic has always been, you know, you can't take it. You can't take away from God and what he's going to do. And I know I can't, but that's why I do what I want and what I know I'm capable of doing. And God does the rest for me. Um, and that's just dead on that. I don't think that I'm to the point where I have to explain people who I am, what I like, what I'll do to get to where I want to be. God knows. And I've sown plenty of seeds because it's about the posture of my heart while doing those things. I'm just focused. So... If you're not focused right now, don't even walk around saying you want to have this business or brand or anything of that nature because it takes consistency, hard work. You got to be diligent. okay? and you got to learn how to delegate certain things where they need to be and leave them there. You know, if it's not time for you to be dating, then it's not time for you to be dating. If it's not time for you to be traveling, it's not time for you to be traveling. If it's not time for you to be um over here, you know, having multitudes of friendships, going to brunch and having a good time blowing money. It's not time for that. You know, and even when you do get it, you should still delegate it in a very um, financially mature way. So I just want to say that 
I've learned a lot on my journey. You know, I'm not perfect. I learned from the best. My mom, she really taught me how to work hard and go get the things I want. But I've always been disciplined. If I need to get up in the morning, I'm up in the morning. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't gonna lie to you. That four in the morning. Listen, I knew I couldn't do that on my own. I couldn't do four in the morning on my own. I do four in the morning because I intentionally asked God for a job that'll have me up at four in the morning. And I already knew nothing was going to have me up that early if I wasn't working third shift other than coffee. So that was strategic and it was intentional. And I said, God, I want to work at Starbucks. I had I didn't even know much about Starbucks. I had I barely drunk Starbucks in North Carolina. They're not that common there. Especially like in Greensboro, they don't have Starbucks on every corner like LA. It's not even a a common place um there. So, long story short, um one of my coworkers there introduced me to Starbucks. I used to get free stuff all the time from the parents and Starbucks gift cards were one of them. So, I used to go in there, get familiar with ordering um, things of that nature. And when I saw that it was opening at four in the morning, five in the morning, I was like, yo, I went to UNCG for four years and never went in Starbucks to study, never went in Starbucks to even know how early they open. But look at me now I have worked for Starbucks and I love the company. Um, I love the pay. I love the, the partners. I love like the family feel environment. They were my first family in LA, to be honest, Starbucks partners. So that was intentional and strategic and you need to be that intentional and strategic. If you want to get up at four in the morning, find something to make you get up at four in the morning. And that was my for getting up at four in the morning. It was like something that made me get up at four in the morning. So even on my mornings off, I could still get up at four in the morning. Pray to God. Start on my work. Do anything early. Beat everyone else to it. And then you can relax. With your evening or you do, you know, you can have 16 hour days. My mentor said she had 12 hours to 16 hour days. And that's what she just did. And she said that sacrifice was well worth it. No, she didn't have to do that for the rest of her life. But it's a season where you got to do more. It's a season. Um, so you can't skip that. If you think you can, you, you must already have a bag. Okay. Because it's very easy. If you already got the bag, then you can pay someone to market for you. Pay someone to go get your products for you. Pay someone to ship for you. Pay someone to be doing the engagement on social media for you. Pay someone to do your email marketing. Pay someone else to be consistent in your brand. If not, if you can't pay someone already, you're going to have to do it. So you might as well take your work ethic and turn it up another notch. Seriously. Uh, And I say all that to just say... Like I'm never, I've never been above any job, so I don't really get along with the bougie type that act like they just can't do nothing. Like a man supposed to take care of me? Nah. I will go and do it. I will go do the work. I will just do the work. I've never been above any job. So. Some people may think that I had it wrong by working for these smaller companies, but I also knew I didn't want to use my degree and be somewhere full time when I could be doing things in between hours of part time jobs. I knew I needed part time because in between those part times, I can do other things. So everything has been intentional and strategic for me. 
And that's how you have to be. So I'm just thankful, like I said, for the lessons, the journey, um, knowing what works for me. That's a huge part of it. You have to know what works for you. You can't take what I'm saying and you can you can take it and apply it, but you can't take it and it's just going to work for you. That's my recipe. But I'm sure you can find something that will work for you. Um, so I just want to say, don't shy away from putting in the work because your brand will never see the, the light of day. OK, um, I thank y'all for listening in. Uh, like I said, I was pretty excited about this episode just because this is what I live and breathe. This is what I do. And I love to talk about it with whoever is willing to listen. So I pray you have a productive week. You know, be strategic, plan it out. Just make better decisions overall. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys again.